0: So, why do our political and corporatist classes love China? In a recent Spectator article, Neil Ferguson worried about the infatuation that the ruling class of the West have for the Chinese system of governance and their clear desire to imitate it. Unfortunately, he fails to grasp the reason for this fanboy attraction. Ferguson draws the analogy with Cold War I during which time he argues a process of osmosis threatened to make the U.S. and the West generally more and more like the Soviet Union. But what is going on now is completely different. It is not an unthinking imitation driven by a need to compete, as it was in 1945 to 1991. It is a mixture of admiration, among the political class, and venality, among the corporate class. Both classes' affinity for the CCP model is anything but unconscious. The West's political class clearly envies the CCP's autocratic powers, and strives to imitate them. This is most noticeable with respect to COVID policy, but it is not limited to that. Indeed, the political class fantasizes about using the extraordinary powers it seized based on the COVID pretext to reshape society generally. The most forthright of the fanboys is Canada's Justin Trudeau, the perfect useful idiot for the CCP. He openly admires the Chinese dictatorship because, don't you know, it allows them to dragoon people into going green, amongst other things. Although Trudeau is the most open in his admiration, it is clear that in the EU and the US the political class is just itching to embrace China-like policies whether it is massive infrastructure spending, draconian restrictions on liberty in the name of public health, or a social credit system, disguised in the form of vaccine passports, or government cryptocurrencies which, a, China is racing to introduce in order to expand its social control, and, b, would almost certainly be non-anonymous to the government and linked with all manner of other personal informations. The Rosetta Stone to all ruling class policy initiatives is quite simple, and you can make sense of any policy by asking what most enhances the ruling class's power, and what deprives you of the most liberty and personal sovereignty. The ruling class envies the party, state power in the Chinese system, and hence is anxious to ape it at every opportunity. That basic fact is missing in Ferguson's article. Which is a shame. Insofar as the corporate class is concerned, they are the 21st century version of Lenin's 20th century aphorism about the capitalists who will sell communists the rope with which the latter will hang the former. Plus our change, plus Lamim chose. Frotting themselves cross-eyed over the Chinese market, Western corporatists, I won't say capitalists, are perfectly willing to countenance the enslavement of billions the ruling class and the corporate class grave power, the ability to control you, to coerce you. They see the power the CCP wields, and they want the same. Is not about emulating China to compete with China. It is about emulating China to emulate the domineering power of China's political class. And to reprise Lenin again, who? Whom? You are the whom. The appropriate historical analogy here is not Cold War I, but the 1930s, when many in the Western ruling class openly admired the Italian fascists, the German Nazis, and the Rusian Bolsheviks because of the untrammeled power that these movements possessed to reshape society. This power, free from the resistance of the great unwashed, is what the Western progressive political class desired, and desires, above all else. So they admired Mussolini and Hitler then, and admire Zai now. Xenophilia, or more precisely, CCPophilia, is just the latest symptom of a very old disease. In plain sight, these people are the enemies of freedom. They are your enemies. It would be remiss not to respond accordingly. Copyright 2021 DJM